0: Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. So it's good to be here. Tonight. Uh, I want to thank the Lord just for what He does. You know, I was sitting there as I was getting started in service, and Brother Tommy was Holy quoting scripture and saying all these things that he was saying, and little did he know that some of those things that he was saying was some of the very things that the Lord had laid on my heart here, probably about a week ago. It's good to know that you're on the right track. It's, you know, sometimes we just need that as a, as a confirmation, and I'm thankful for that tonight. Uh, we'll be in First uh, Corinthians chapter nine. If you've got your Bibles, you can stand and read with us tonight. We're going to start there in verse 24. It says, Know ye not that they which run in a race all but receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it, they obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight, as I not as one uh, that beateth the air. But I keep under my body and bring it unto subjection. Least that by any means, when I have preached unto others, I should find my I should should be a castaway. You may be seated tonight. Amen. And again, I said, I just I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful for what the Lord played on our heart. Thank you yeah. for this the direction that He's given us That's tonight. It. You know, and I begin to thinking about like I, I even showed Brother Zach as we we're sitting there the, the title that I've got wrote upon my paper tonight is to finish the race we got to finish the race that god's yeah, put us in we can't just stop and go to the sideline because it gets hard we can't just stop and go to somewhere else because we want to do something else we got to finish the race that is set before us because like it has been said here tonight there's a world that's counting on us there's a world that's depending on us to finish this race you know in order for us to be in the race that we need to be in First off, we must be saved. In order to be in this race that I'm talking about tonight, we must be saved. You must be a born-again Christian. If you don't know what I'm talking about tonight, then you're not in that race. But you have that opportunity to be here. You ain't going to bother me if the Lord convicts you and you need to come up here and get things right with Him. You just come right ahead. We'll just worry about that later on. Worry about the preaching later on. If you've got something that you need to do, you come to the altar and you get it fixed. Because we want to run this race. We want to run it the way that the God would have us to run it. We want to be where God would have us to be in this in situation. And in order to run these races sometimes, sometimes these races get hard. Sometimes there's struggles and trials that you've got to go through in these races. And I begin to look up some of the different races in the country that go on now. And I come across one that's called the Spartan Race. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's a it's a very physical, very demanding race that you have to run. Like they've got things that you have to carry around your neck. And all this time that you're doing these things, you're still in the race. You're still in a marathon. You're still pushing forward. Whether it be carrying big large stones or carrying chains on your neck or carrying logs around with you. And I got to begin thinking, I thought that's the way that my Christian race should be. That's the way that my Christian race is sometimes. Sometimes for things that come up in my life and I've just yeah. got to carry it along this race. I can't lay it down and just leave it there because it's a, it's a trial. It's a trouble that I had to carry through to this race. That someone may see me carrying that through this race. That I may be able to, to, to look to look back on it one day and say, hey, I remember. It they got a little easier, they're a little easier. And they, they don't start these races. They don't start just you can't just go out and get in the race. Like you gotta sign up first. Like that that comes to the point where you gotta be. You gotta be on the Lamb's book of life. You've got to be in there. You've got to be recorded in that. You've got to have your name signed in that book before you can get in this race. But in order to do that, and you get in that race, he don't just call us to sit on the pew. He don't just call us to sit there. After we get our name recorded in that book of life, he calls us to be in a mission field. He calls us to do the things that he'd have us to do. See, in order for that, we must train to do those things. We must train to be a Christian. Because if the and I was again, I was beginning to look at some of those obstacles that was in the, some of those races. And if I was to go out there just in the shape that I'm in right now, I'd be physically broke down. I wouldn't be able to do probably hardly any of those things that are going on. But if, but those guys that are doing those things, they train daily, every single day. They're training to do those obstacles. They're training to carry those heavy things. They're training to carry those heavy weights that they got going on. Just like we as Christians are, we're doing that here tonight. We're training in those things that we need. We're training and carrying those heavy burdens that we got. We're training and carrying those lost souls that are that are burdening our heart. We're, we're burdened. With those things, we're training how to carry those things. It don't. They don't make it any easier. It don't make it any easier that it's uh, that we're doing it for God. It just still. It's. Don't get me wrong. It's easier doing things for God than it is not without having. That's not what I'm trying to say here tonight.
1: Yeah.
0: Because we must do this the way that God has intended to do it we can't just decide that one day we want to run a race and get up and run forward get and run hard as we can that day there's work that must go into that just like there's work that must go into our Christian race there's race there's work that must go on in everyday life there's things that we have to do that becomes hard there's things that we have to do every day that this body don't want to do this body would like to stay back and you would. and again I keep going back to those racers they would like to just lay down and be able to do those things but they can't do those there's physical exertion there's things that everybody has to be trained to do before they can get in these things, before they can get in these so Just like we as Christians, there's things that we have to endure. There's things that we have to face before we can go through those battles. There's things that we have to carry around for a little while that God gets us. it will get us stronger, that it will get us stronger to be able to fight those battles, to be able to go a little bit farther. And if we don't do those things, we're not doing God's work. Yeah. You know, and I begin to thinking about just the people on the sidelines. Everybody's gathered around watching these people compete. Everybody wants to cheer them on and wants to see that everybody's got a favorite one that they like to cheer on or all those things. But those people could be in that, in that same race if they wanted to be. If they had the dedication, the discipline. See, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes in to training for that. It's not just waking up one day and deciding, hey, I'm going to do this. There's a whole other diet that you've got to take. There's a whole other discipline of your, of your flesh, of your mind, of your body that you've got to take part of. See, they can't just eat anything that they want to. They need something that's going to nourish their body. Just like we as Christians, we need things that's going to nourish our body. We need things that's going to help us to endure these things, to help us go through these hard times. We need things that's going to enrich our minds, enrich our bodies, and help us through these troubled times that we're going through. Because if we feed it, the world it's not going to do us any good. If we feed our body, if we feed our mind, the fleshly things that the flesh wants, it ain't going to do us a bit of good. It's just going to bring us right back down. You know, and I begin to look into some of these things and some of this stuff. Is these people's bodies are, are always sore, mm-hmm. always hurting, always burdened, always bruised, and carrying stuff around. That's the way I ought to be as a Christian. Oh, yeah. It ain't going to be an easy walk. It ain't going to be an easy life for me. Yeah. And I know that. And I'm willing to accept that. But we've got to be I'm willing to accept that. We've got to be willing to take what comes yeah. our way at that. We've got to be willing to endure those hard things that come at us. We've got to be willing to run that race that's set before us. No matter what we've got to carry. No yeah. matter what the enemy throws at us. Because we know. There's, the, the reason that they make that race so complicated. Is because they don't want people to finish it. They don't want just anybody to be able to walk in and say, hey, I want to do that. I'm going to compete and I'm going to do that. They want to make it hard. They want it to be a challenge. Just like this race is a challenge. Now, we make it a lot harder sometimes than it needs to be. A lot of times we get in our own way and put things in our own way that makes it a lot harder that we got to get out of the way. If I was to go out here and train for this event that I'm talking about, and I was to just go out here and I was to eat pizza and cheeseburgers and just get all this junk in my body, that it did weigh me down. It wouldn't do me a bit of good to try to train for something and fill in my body with junk. I need to eat the good things. Just like as a spiritual one, I need to eat the good things. I need to stay away from the things that corrupt my mind. I need to stay away from the TV, from the radio. I need to stay away from the hearsay. I need to stay away from the news sometimes. you know, Sometimes we get concerned about everything else that's going on. I need to surround myself with the good stuff. The good stuff. I need to eat the good stuff. Whether it's coming to church on Wednesday night, or on Sunday night, on Sunday morning. Every time the doors open, I can come and I can eat some good stuff when I'm in God's house, when I'm in His presence. There's good stuff for me to be able to eat. Because I go out in the world and the world tries to throw that, that junk at you. That world tries to throw that bad stuff at you. It tries to show you that, 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 hey, it'd be easier. It'd be easier just to give in and go to do these things. And it would, even as a Christian, I, I, I would be lying if I stood here and told you tonight that there's not thoughts in our minds sometimes that say, hey, just lay it down and walk back to the life that you used to live. You didn't have these troubles. You didn't have these trials. You didn't have these heartaches back before all this was going on. You were able to do what you wanted to and not feel convicted about it. You were able to do. You were able not to go to church and not worry about it. And Satan will take that and he'll use that on us. Because he knows where our mind is. He knows what we're equipped with. He knows the power that we have. And if we'll get to, to the point where we realize what power we have. We realize that the training that God's putting us through. That the endurance that he's taking us through. That the, the test that he's putting us through. Is for our benefit. And it said here in verse 27. It says, but I keep under my body and bring it under subjection. Lest by any means when I have preached to others... I should myself be a castaway. I don't want to be that. That's it. I need to be able to live what I'm telling you right here tonight.
1: Amen.
0: I need to, and I, and again, I had to eat this for about a week. The Lord wouldn't let me preach this because there was troubles and there was trials, and I, I had made it no secret there was struggles that I was going through. There was things that just kept happening left and right. Things that just felt like the world was falling down around me. And I wanted to quit the race. I wanted to just go sit down. I wanted to take part and take my part on the sidelines. And just be a little spectator on the side and just cheer on Tommy, cheer on Zach, cheer on everybody else that was doing the work. But God said, No, that's not what I called you to do. That's right. That's what He didn't call He didn't call any of us to sit on the sidelines. Any of us, church member. It don't matter if you're a man, woman, boy, girl, whatever. If God saved you, He put you in the ministry. He put you in a a place to do something for Him that somebody else may see Him him glorified in you. And again, in order for that to grow in you, there's there's physical activity, there's, there's mental activity that you have to endure. You have to keep going, you have to persevere through all these things to be able to get to a point now that you wasn't at. I've said it many times in my life. The day that I got saved, there's things in my life now that I could look back at and say, there's no way that the Lord will ever take that from me. It don't hinder my walk with Him. It don't bother me to do this. It don't bother me to say that. It don't bother me to watch that on TV. But little did I know, little by little, the older I get and the closer I get to God, the more and more He shows me that I need to improve on. The more I need to do better at The more I need to let go of the world. The more I need to be concerned about what He's asking me to do. again, Flesh don't want to do that. My flesh don't want to do that. My flesh wants to hold on to those things that I've enjoyed since my youth. Those the, those things that I like to do that I want to be part of. There's sometimes, I, and I'll be honest with you, there's sometimes I don't want to come home and open my Bible every night. I don't want to come home and read and study because I've had a hard day. I've had a long day. But discipline. The diet that I've got myself on. I have to eat this before anything else will taste good. I can overrule those things. I can overrule what God's asking me to do. And I can sit back and get lazy on Him. And I can sit back on the pew and let those things prosper in my life. And not let Him prosper in my life.
1: Yeah.
0: And when I start doing that, I start getting miserable. You know, And I use this as, you know, we all think of Thanksgiving. We'll think of Thanksgiving. And I'm, I'll be the first one to tell you, I, think I eat way more than I ought to almost every time that I sit down. And I start to get miserable. My belly hurts. I'm sick. Now, you know, I feel like I'm going to be sick. Because I ate too much. I ate more than what I should have. When I start eating of the world like that, when I sit down on God and not eating the things that He would had me to eat, and I start eating the things of the world. Yeah. My spiritual body starts getting sick. It starts getting malnourished. It starts wondering, hey, you ain't getting the things that you need. You ain't getting the, the, the encouragement that you need, the uplift that you need. You're letting the world control your life. We can't do that. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: God we have to finish the race that's oh, yeah. set before us. Because, like I said, it's been said here tonight, there's people out there depending on us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, you don't get me wrong, God don't need me. Mm-hmm. I ain't nobody special. Uh, yeah. I'll lay my, They'll lay me down one day, and they won't nobody remember my name after probably 30 or 40 years. If I make it that long, Lord's yeah. will. Yeah. My name will fade away. Yeah. But the effects of my name, and don't get me wrong here, don't don't misunderstand me. I'm not trying to say my name's powerful or anything like that. But somebody may be able to look back and say, Hey, you remember that preacher that stood up that night and told me that I needed to run that race? Maybe that's something we can tell our children about, our grandchildren about. one day that we decided that we was going to run a race and do what God would have us to do. And that will be remembered. Yeah. Not myself. I don't want to be remembered for anything because I fail God miserably every single day.
1: Yeah.
0: You can look at me and associate me sometimes with a Christian and you'll think, Golly, what is he doing? Yeah. Yep. Help me with that. Yeah. I don't want to be that hindrance. I don't want to be that stumbling block to somebody. I want to be able to run that race that's set before me. And, and Tommy mentioned it. There in, verse, in, in Hebrews chapter 12, it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed with such about which a great crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily beset us. Yeah. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. All these things that hinder me, I need to just move them off to the side. I need to get them out of my life. Yeah, if there's something that's separating me with my, with my walk with God, I need to get it out. God, yeah. If it's something to do with my kids or something to do with my wife, I need to move it out. Yeah. God needs to be the biggest forefront in my life. God yeah, yeah, needs yeah. to be the number one priority in my life. And it gets hard to do that sometimes. I'll be the first to tell you there's sacrifices that I, sometimes I don't want to make, yeah. but I have to make those. Why? Because they're depending on me. Right. They're depending on me to show that example, to set that example that someday that some other man may come along, and I need my girls to know. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is the only acceptable way to, to do this. <laughs> if you ain't running the right way, you ain't running the good way. Oh, so anything that, that slows us down, anything that keeps us on from being on fire for God, we need to move it. Whether it's something we've held on to for years. Yeah, right. Again, like I said, there's, right. and I'll use an example. You probably think that I'm, it's funny. My whole life, I grew up watching wrestling. Every Monday night, every Tuesday night, every Thursday, every time that it was on, I was watching it. It was something that I enjoyed to be a part of, to watch The older I got, the more I got in my Bible, the more I started reading, the more and more God started convicting me of things that that I was watching. And I would have never guessed that. Because it was something that I enjoyed, that I enjoyed tremendously. Every time they'd come to town, I was going. But he knew that. He knew that the the language that would be in it, the, the dress that was in it, the storylines that were in it. There's even storylines that I tried to convince myself that wasn't talking bad about God. And that's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. So he took that from me. Yeah. Do I still sometimes on Monday night at about 8 o'clock want to turn the TV on and say, hey, let's see what's going on tonight? I'd be lying if I told you no. Because it's something that I grew up enjoying. But I enjoy my walk with God more than I enjoy anything in this world. I enjoy my race that I'm running with Him more than anything in this world. I love my wife. I love my kids with all my heart. But I love God more. And He needs to know that. They need to know that. They need to know that that's the only acceptable way for me to be as a husband, as a father, is that God comes first. Amen. If they see those things, then they're going to expect that of me. Then they, in turn, they can expect that of their future. So we got to lay all this stuff aside that don't matter to us. If it don't further the kingdom of God, I don't want no part of it anymore. And I can't swear well, I can't say that. There's times where in my life where I, like I said, there's things that I want to do sometimes that God just won't let me do. But I had to be willing not to do those things. I found in that in that conviction and in those things when he starts taking stuff away from me and giving me and thinking and it makes me think that oh why am I letting this go? It may not be just but just a little while there's something coming down the road. there's a reward for that there's a reward for my obedience to doing what I'm at, what he's asking me to do yep. and it'll far surpass that what I give up right. I don't have to worry about those things. There's one more spot I want to read and we'll come, then I'll come to a close. And again, this is another verse that Tommy mentioned here tonight. And in chapter 4 of the book of 2 Timothy, verse 6, it's in Paul's last testaments, what's the heading above my Bible? It says, For I am now ready to be offered up that my time of departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. I don't think my fight's finished yet and don't get me wrong I may very well never make it out those doors and my fight may end by the time I get out there but until my fight is over I should strive to fight Amen. I should strive to run that race as best Amen. as I can the most powerful that I can I should strive to do that till my race is over Amen. Yeah. Yeah. it don't matter if I'm 6 years old it don't matter if I'm 66 yeah. 106 whatever as long as God sees fit to leave me here it's my duty to run that race because yeah. I want to hear, I want that. Those next couple of verses in verse 8 it says, henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness with the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not only to me, but also to those who love his appearing. Yeah. Yeah. See, so that tells me that you can have that too. Amen. That tells me that we can have we can all strive for that. Amen. You know, we go back and we look at some of these races, there's only one winner. <laughs> In a lot of these races, there's only one winner in a lot of these competitions. The race that I'm running, anybody can win. Anybody can receive a crown. But we got to be willing to run the race and not sit on a bench. We've got to be willing to come to God's house. We've got to be willing to sacrifice things that we don't want to sacrifice, that our flesh don't want to get rid of. We've got to be willing to do those things in order for God to bless us, in order for God to prosper us, in order for God to let somebody see in our life what's going on. We must be willing to run the race. If I'm not, I'm wasting my time. Uh, And Just plain and simple, I'm not trying to, to... to be hateful or anything like that, but I'm just wasting my time. If I'm not giving God everything, God help me. He knows that.
1: Amen. He
0: knows right now, this very instant, every heart sitting in the building tonight, that if you're running the race with everything that you can, those competitors that are training, they ain't just training to finish second. They ain't training to try to come in last place. They're training to try to, come, to win the race. They're trying their best to figure out how they can train and get... The crown that they that they may receive. Amen. That's the way that we ought to be. I ought to be running everything. Not that I want to outdo Tommy or Zach. Or just not that I want to outdo them. Yeah. But I should be doing everything that God's asking Amen. me to do. Without murmuring. Without fussing. Without complaining. Oh me. Yeah. I had to eat this before you all did. Because yeah. He showed me those things. He showed me and and Tommy's message Sunday about complaining. Jolly, is that me? That's me. Something don't go my way, and I'm there. I go. I set off into complaining. I need to be concerned about running the race yeah. that's set before me. I need to be concerned about what's going on in my life. <laughs> Would everything else come come and go? The Lord tells me that He'll never forsake me. He tells me that He'll never put no more on me than I can bear. Even though there's times where I've been in a situation where I thought, God, I can't handle no more. I can't do no more. I can't make it no more. And then that's usually when, is when I decide that I can't do it, God steps in and says, yeah, but I can. And I'm thankful for that tonight. I'm thankful for the race that He's put me in. And I want to stay in that race. I want to keep fighting. I want to do the things that He's requiring us to do. Whether it gets hard, whether I lose everything. The world can take everything it wants to away from me. But it can't take Jesus. If I have him, I have everything. And that's all. There's times in my life where I look at things and I think, man, I'd like to have that. I'd like to do this or I'd like to do that. But then I really start thinking about my life and I really start thinking about where God's brought me from in just the eight years that He saved me. And I get to thinking, Lord, some of those times when I get in those meetings where Spirit's blowing from breast to breast and I'm seeing people shouting, I'm seeing people's hands going up all over the place, I'm seeing people coming, getting help. That don't compare to those things that I thought that I wanted, those things that I thought that I needed, because they, these are the things that I need. This is what I need. This worship together, this encouragement for brothers and sisters, this church family that I'm I'm part of, this is what we need. For every one of us we need that.
1: Because
0: it's good for us. It helps us. Sometimes you know, and you think, again we go back to that to that race that they're running. There's people standing on the sidelines encourage them. There's even people there sometimes handing them a drink of water as they go out because they're parched, They're thirsty. They don't know how they're going to keep going. But then if somebody will walk up say, here, and they'll just keep going. They don't stop. They just grab the water as they go and they drink it as they go. Yeah. You have people behind them cheering them. Say, come on, let's go. You can do this. Yeah. You can do this. That's what I want to be. Amen. I want to be that and say, Greg... You can do this. Just keep pushing. You can do this. Tommy, you can do this. We can run this race together. Not that I'm any better than you or you or anybody in here. I'd love nothing more than for to walk th- to cross that finish line with all of you. Amen. That if the Lord would step back this very night and our race was finished, there's nothing that would make me happier than walking across that line with you all. Amen. And I think that's the way that we need to be as Christians, is we need to be ready to run this race no matter the, the consequences, the circumstances that come our way. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for what he's done for me just tonight. Amen. I said it may not be for nobody else, but he sure has helped me. Oh, you come on, I'm done. Praise the Lord. Good preaching. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Come get a song. Um There's a challenge laid down. You know, I run faster than somebody challenges me. <laughs> Didn't you, Lenny? Yeah. You ever had like I said, one race? That's when you get the best at it. Yeah. Now, I started mine at a different time than some of you started. And so my race ain't your race. Don't try to run my race. I've been running for 30-something years. No, good grief. 40-something years now. I've been running longer than some of you. But there are times that, that my race takes me near your race. But we run in different races. And you're not the one I'm trying to beat. Right? The one I'm trying to whip, I look in the mirror at every day. Yeah. Yeah. And he's trying to lay down. He's trying to trick me up. Yeah. Trying to sidetrack me. And on top of that, the devil comes in there. There's an enemy that goes about as a roaring lion. And he just tried to stop my race. But I got good news for you. I'm going to win the race one day. I'm going to cross the line. The only thing that, that might make that difference is if Jesus was to step out on the clouds right now say you're all done yeah, he just laid a finish line out through every one of us when he blows that trumpet in, and we all win but if God don't come first if the Lord don't come first I gotta keep pressing into this race you say well you just racing you don't it, it don't matter it doesn't matter does matter. Tish is watching them in the Special Olympics. <laughs> they, they most of them ain't very fast. Trying to win? Or have you sat down? Let's be honest to that. You know whether you're running or not. Are you trying to win? If somebody looked at your life, would they say? Well, they're trying to win. They are running for Jesus with all they've got. Or if they looked at you, would they say, I'm not sure they're in the race. Can't tell whether or not they they're really in a race. Paul was able to boldly say, "I have run the race. I have finished my course. Nobody could run that one." For he said, "I have finished my course. I've kept the faith." Have you kept the faith? I believe the invitation tonight is just for all of us to, to be honest about where we're at. Are we running? Are we sitting on the sideline? Have we sat down? Have we give up on God? Have we stopped pressing for the prize that's out there for us? Listen, I'm going to heaven, but it ain't because of my wife. I'm going to heaven it ain't because of my parents. I'm going to heaven because I got born again. Because He lives in me. I want to run. I want to run, Alfred. I don't want Him catch me sitting down. I want to be running. When He calls my name, I want to still be running. It matters. It matters. Be in the race tonight as we stand to sing. We'd like to pray. We'd like to pray with you. Got a need tonight. Let's be honest about it.